Well, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Mind with Kimberly Von Shea. I'm going to jump right in. And today's topic is going to be covering the importance of not telling people how to heal from trauma. Unfortunately, so many trauma victims endure being shamed. Um, Oftentimes, they find their stories being dismissed. They're not validated. You're told the words of let it go, get over it. How long are you going to deal with this? So today's episode is just going to cover all of that and just give a real reality of what trauma recovery really looks like and why it's so important um, for us as human beings to show compassion and empathy for one another Um, Because everybody has different life experiences. Everybody has different journeys and different paths that they walk in life. And when it comes to a situation of trauma, I'm sure many of us can say, hey, I've gone through trauma and this is how I dealt with it. This is how I got over it. But the key that we all must remember trauma and the experience of it looks different for each person and how an individual deals with it is going to vary from person to person but it is never okay to dismiss um the feelings or emotions when a trauma victim is expressing what they're feeling inside. It's never okay to just say, hey, you need to get over it. How long are you going to deal with it? Because one, first and foremost, healing is a process. And it's a process that takes time. And I had the thought earlier today that oftentimes many of us will say, oh, I'm healed, I'm over it. But there is a big difference from healing to get over the trauma and healing to get over the trauma and become a whole person again. Oftentimes, many people want to heal just so that they can get over the event or situation just to say, hey, I'm past that. And then you have the group of people that say, hey, I really want to do the work to become a better person, to really reshape and reframe the way that I think about life, myself, my worldview, and the people around me. That takes a great deal of work, and it's a much longer process than just going through the process of healing just to move past the situation when you decide to heal and embark on the journey of personal development, it is a totally different beast. So this is what today's episode is going to be covering. Um, I just kind of wanted to highlight 
what it was going to be about. And as all of my listeners know, I believe in being very candid, very transparent. I like to do my podcast in real time. I don't believe in doing edits. You all get my raw thoughts, raw emotions. It is what it is as it is in the moment that I'm feeling it, thinking it, or whatever. So this is something that's near and dear to my heart because I don't really like to use the word victim. Um, So I'm going to say survivor because I am a trauma survivor. This is a topic that I'm not only choosing to cover so that I can help other people, but it also is another avenue for me to continue on my journey of healing. Me being open about what this journey has really looked like for me helps me to heal. So I have been in an awkward place here lately just because I'm in the process of writing my book and I have this deadline of trying to get it out. But even in writing the book, I'm having to relive a lot of things. And so naturally, I'm having a lot of trauma response, you know, to outside stimuli and different variables are coming into play as I'm writing this book. And there are days I find myself dealing with anxiety and depression, and it's just a plethora of different emotions and feelings that I'm having to try to balance out and compartmentalize just to make sure I stay in the right frame of mind and stay focused on the mission and the goal and the purpose of me writing this book because my ultimate purpose for writing this book, one, is to help people And that's not even the first reason. The first reason is to give God glory for all that he has done, all that he has brought me through, all that he showed grace and kept me through. I truly want God to get glory from my life and from my story. And I want to be able to help people. I want to be able to help that young woman, that young man who can relate to a lot of the things that I have been through. And so here lately... I have been, like I said, in this awkward place because I am being more vocal about my story as I'm trying to prepare my followers and viewers and listeners um, for the things that are to come. And yes, to promote the book, of course. Um, So I'm getting a lot of backlash while people may not be verbally just coming at me with their feelings or emotions they're doing things indirectly to let me know that they may not agree or they don't like it you know um some are treating me like I'm invisible some are just not talking to me altogether. some are acting weird when I come around it's just different things that I'm noticing to where I realize okay maybe you know, what I'm saying has them in this uneasy place or maybe they 
feel like I'm taking shots at them or whatever it may be. But the reality of it all is I just want to be healed and I want to be whole. And so I made that statement to someone and I've made this statement to several different people and even on my social media platforms I'm pretty open about hey I'm in the process of healing I'm in the process of therapy and really doing the work to become a better person a healthier person a whole person because one I don't want to go into a relationship with a lot of, a lot of baggage and just uh, these toxic thoughts and toxic emotions, that's not the woman that I am. When I present to whomever it is that I'm destined to be with, I really want them to get a whole healthy person because I don't want anyone feeling like they have to fix me. Now, granted, don't get me wrong. God may bless me with a man who doesn't mind helping me work through some of the things that I'm working through. But I still want him to know that I am in a mindset of I want to do the work. I want to become better. And I had a therapist, which I loved her dearly. But she said to me one day, like, hey, you know, the assault isn't happening to you anymore. So in her mind, it was just kind of like put it out of your mind because it's not happening anymore and while all of that is very real it's very true it's over it's the grace of God that I'm still here he let me live through it and all of that is a blessing but just because it's over it doesn't automatically erase it from your mind it doesn't automatically tell your subconscious mind not to pull those thoughts up at any given moment when you least expect it that's something that is like totally out of your control now what is in our control is being able to use the different tools and resources that we gain through therapy and mentorship and um, church and whatever it is reading books or watching podcasts not watching, but listening to podcasts or watching videos, whatever it is that you do to find peace and to gain wisdom on how to overcome trauma. None of that stuff still stops your brain from doing what it naturally does. And it can recall events, situations, words at any given moment when you least expect it. And the tools that you learn from watching those different things or going through therapy or what have you, like I said, they, yes, they will help you to deal with it in the moment, but you still have these raw emotions that you deal with. And for me personally, you know, I know people may feel like, oh, she's having a pity party, but it's none of that because I'm a very, very strong person but I'm a realist and me and my humanity understands, Hey, these are real emotions. These are real feelings that I'm having that I need to deal with that I need to address. And I just said to someone tonight, um, I don't know how long it's going to take for me to completely heal, but I'm willing to go through the process for however long it takes. 
I'm committed to that. And I'm not just committed to it so I'll be able to say I'm over it. I'm committed to it because I really want to be a whole healthy person. I really want to look in the mirror and see the woman God created me to be. I don't want to look in the mirror and see the hurt and the pain and the trauma and constantly flashing back to the various things that I've gone through in my life. That's not what I want. I want to look in the mirror and really see you're an overcomer, you're a survivor, like you're strong, you're wise. I really want to look in the mirror and be able to see those things. And I can't say that I'm fully there yet. So I'm not only in a place where I'm honest with myself, I believe in being honest with the people around me. But what I'm finding in my being honest with some of those around me, because they maybe haven't been through it, not to say that they haven't gone through some type of trauma, but until you have literally been through what another person has been through, you can't tell them how to handle it, how to deal with it, how to overcome it. And let's just say, even if you have, like I said, everybody's experience is totally different um our genetic makeup is totally different the chemistry in our brains and neurons and all of that stuff um that's in our brains all of that stuff varies from person to person um so for me myself being someone who battles with ptsd and bipolar disorder and borderline personality disorder and depression and anxiety I have other chemical imbalances that can easily, you know, throw off my train of thought. It can throw off my emotions at any given moment. So I have a lot that I have to deal with and try to balance just to keep a normal state of mind. And so in those moments when that trauma just arises out of nowhere, whether it's me watching a movie or hearing a song on the radio It takes a lot for me to bring my brain back to a place of balance, a healthy place of balance. And that's not always an easy thing to do. So for me, it's like, hey, do I really want to jump into a relationship with someone knowing that, yeah, I may be 75% there, but 25% of me is still kind of shaky and rocky. Do I really want to put this on another person? No, I don't. Not to say that I'm going to go into a relationship being this perfect person because none of us are perfect. But it's what I said. I also don't want to go into a relationship looking for someone else to heal me because that is my personal responsibility. And so I found myself in tears tonight and honestly, for the past few days, I've just been kind of been in this place of despair and because I'm a woman of faith, I definitely get in my word, I read the Bible, I pray, I talk to God, I cry out to God, I do all of that. And in doing that, that's when God showed me, I know you thought you were... You know, you had triumphed past this. I know you thought, okay, I'm over this. I'm ready. When in reality, I am not. Um, And God said to me, it is okay. 
And yesterday morning, I was like, okay, God, like this is so much and I'm having to deal with, you know, I'm losing valuable relationships and I won't necessarily necessarily say like losing, um, but I see bonds are being broken with people that I really love and care about. And I'm like, Lord, what is this about? You know, why do I have to keep going through these different breakups? This doesn't really make sense to me, especially when I'm not doing anything to harm these people. They're, you know, feeling some type of way about my story or about words that you're giving me to speak, Father. Like, and he constantly says to me, like, hey, here I am. I was not only persecuted and judged, like they killed me. They nailed me to a cross and killed me. So who do you think you are that you're not going to suffer judgment and persecution and being shunned and talked about like this comes with the territory? But this is what I have called you to. You are the one that I chose for this. And you're either going to walk it. You're either going to take up your cross and walk it and follow after me and allow me to be the example remembering my story or you're going to cower back and then you still have to answer for me for not doing the assignment that I gave you and more importantly not becoming the person that I put you on earth to be that I created you to be and when I think about all of that it's like god this is a really heavy weight you know it's really hard to be writing this book and i'm having to be so transparent and expose so much about you know my personal life and my journey and just different different things i've gone through throughout my life like this is really hard and you know when i had that emotional moment Tonight, he reminded me like, hey, I'm allowing these things to happen to you now to prepare you for what's coming once this book is released. You think you have critics. Now you're going to have them 10 times more. And that's when I start to say, okay, God, this piece I can handle because again, I have very tough skin. I've gone through so much. I'm a fighter and I don't really care about what people say. However, I had to be honest with God to say, it bothers me though, God, that people attempt to downplay or just act like, you know, hey, I've been through trauma and you just need to get over it. When in reality, it's not something that we just get over at the snap of a finger. Like it's literally work that you have to do because you have to reshape and reframe your thought process. For me, there are a lot of things in my life that I once thought was normal that after going through therapy and like I said, I'm really big on reading books and watching podcasts and doing educational classes um, on personal development that I realized, hey, you had a warped mindset. So not only am I having to come into the realization that this entire world that I created based on certain principles was all a lie. So having to dismantle all of that, tear all that down and then reframe it so that I can get the proper perspective like that takes a lot of 
work. So for an another individual to come along and just be like, oh, well, how long are you going to be going through this? Or how long, you know, just get over it. It doesn't work like that. Everything in life has to process. I often speak of a diamond. It's one of the most beautiful jewels that we will ever see. However, before the diamond becomes so beautiful and shiny and crystal clear, it has to go through fire and it has to go through a purification process. And that's pretty much what happens with an individual who has endured some type of trauma, who chooses to do the work. And I'm when I say do the work, I mean the work of going through therapy and counseling, um, you literally have to go through a purification process. Um, like all of the old stuff has to be burned out of you. The memories, all of that stuff has to be burned out of you. Not to say that it just completely disappears. However, it goes back to what I just said about reshaping and reframing your thought life. It takes a great deal of work. Like the mind is very powerful. Um, sometimes our minds will play tricks on us. So in attempting to do the work of reshaping and reframing um, your thoughts, you got to know that the enemy, he doesn't want that. He doesn't want us to become better people. So he's constantly in our subconscious mind planning thoughts he will get into our dreams to plant thoughts he will try to infuse us with fear um he will send people to judge you and persecute you anything that he can do to deter you from getting on the right path and really redirecting those negative thoughts he's going to do that and that's what i had to realize because i was like okay god here I was in this place of like thinking I'm whole, not completely whole, but I felt like I was in a much better place than I was a couple of years ago. And that's when the Holy Spirit reminded me, you're, God is using you to do something great. You have to know it's going to come with challenges. The enemy is not just going to let you release this book because one, you're getting ready to destroy some of his kingdom you're getting ready to snatch people out of his kingdom so he's going to do everything in his power to try to deter you and distract you from doing that and so even with the situation that i went through over the past few days i had to realize okay kim this is another distraction and like i said that's what prompted me to go ahead and do this podcast tonight because I do. I really want people to understand it is never okay to tell someone how to heal, especially one, if you are not in that person's shoes, you have never been through what that person has been through. More importantly, if you're not like a mental health professional um, or a spiritual counselor, you don't, and even them, like, and I'll say me because I am a mental health professional. We don't have the right to tell people how to heal. What we can do is offer them wisdom and advice on 
how to employ the tools that we give them to use when it comes to doing the work to heal, but we don't have a right to tell them, okay, you've been going through this for a year or two or three or however long, and it's time out for it. Now, it's a different story when you allow the trauma to handicap and hinder you from doing your day-to-day functions, and even that sometimes is out of your control. But someone like myself who is very high-functioning and who can easily like throw on a mask and look okay to the outside world and then come in the house and have a whole meltdown, I still have to be honest with myself to say, hey, I don't even want to be this person. I don't want to be the person that presents to the world looking strong and fearless, but then behind closed doors, I'm still an emotional wreck. That's just not who I want to be. And so because of that, I recognize, okay, Kim, you still have some more work to do. And that's okay. No one has the right to tell you that you don't have a right, that you should be over it, and that you don't have the right to do the work that you feel like you need to do to become your whole healthy self again. So, in closing, because I don't, I feel like at this point, um, I'm rambling and I definitely don't want to do that. Um, I just want to leave everyone with, let's be mindful. Um, let's show compassion because many, many people are going through devastating events of losing loved ones to COVID and gun violence and, um, strokes and heart attacks and cancer and car accidents. There are all types of things going on in the world around us that have people devastated and we have to be mindful of that it is never okay to just take our personal experience and then make our response be the universal law of how everyone should respond to it that's just not how life works it's never okay to tell a trauma victim, especially someone who has endured like sexual assault until you have personally gone through that. And I don't mean the type of assault, you know, where you eventually gave in or something. I'm speaking of someone like literally pinning you down and forcing themselves on you, inside of you. You don't have the right to tell a person how they should heal from that. None of us have the right to do that. Because until you have walked in that person's shoes, gone through what they've gone through, and it's not to say that maybe you are a victim of it, but their experience may not look like your experience. And what I have found, this is just in my personal experiences, what I have found oftentimes people who say like, oh, well, I went through that and I just got over it. Well, they didn't really get over it. They just kind of blocked it out of their mind. They pretended like they were okay. When in reality, you knew they weren't okay because maybe they had issues with dating. Maybe they had issues with keeping a relationship. Or maybe they had issues with really understanding what a healthy relationship looks like. It's many, many things that I can name where you can look at someone and recognize, okay, that person still has some things that they're dealing with and they need 
to get some healing and deliverance in that area is many, many things I could point out and say. But so often do we think because we just move on with our lives and we become successful in our careers or we become successful parents or whatever it is that we set out to do and we accomplish it and we think we're okay but in reality, we're not because like I said, it may come out in your temper. It may come out in your attitude. It may come out in the way you think about men or relationships or just life in general. Be very, very careful when telling people how to heal. We just, none of us, like I said, have the right to do that. And we truly are living in a day and time where life is so short. We don't want to tear each other down because many of us are walking around in pain. Um, and just doing our best to make it through each day. We don't need someone bashing us because we may choose to be honest to say, Hey, I still see some brokenness in me. And I'm trying to deal with that. It's never okay to just say, hey, well, you just need to get over it. Because getting over it doesn't just happen. It is a process that takes time. So, this has been Behind the Mind with Kimberly Von Shea. I hope you all enjoyed tonight's episode. Remember... You are covered in virtue and you are made to win. I pray God's continued blessings upon each and every one of you. Have a good night, everyone.